Hi, this is Jennifer. I'm Elizabeth. This is Amanda. And I'm Jasmine. And, and we, we are the Sisters, Sisters Collective. Collective. We invite you to pull up a seat and join our family meeting. All right, ladies, we We're are back. back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Woo-hoo-hoo. Have you missed us? I have. <laughs> I have. I'm glad we are back. Um, how are you guys feeling? We did some interviews, and it's been a few weeks that yes. we've been t- all together. So how are you guys feeling? Um, I have enjoyed the interviews, but yes. I have uh, understandably also missed our gatherings and the normalcy of us coming together and doing our recording and um, so I'm glad to be back. Yeah, the interviews were cool. Me the interviews were cool. It was nice, like being in the community and yes. talking to people um, about this topic that was so like sensitive for us, mm-hmm. but we know so life changing for us, and that's so life changing for so many people. Yes. Um, as the month is closing, make yeah. sure you guys have gotten those breast exams. So, yeah, we're. I'm just really, really glad that we did that. That was yeah. yeah that I'm was glad awesome. that we were able to shine a light on. Uh, some of the triumphs of mm-hmm. cancer rather than the tragedies. Right. Um, and how, uh, as an example of our experience, that good can, not that cancer is good, but it, it, the experience doesn't have to all be negative. Right. That we right. can pull some good from it. So um, hopefully those interviews, people were able to see that there's life after that. Right. And there's some good that can come from it. It can be transformational and that there is triumph in something that can feel so tragic. So mm-hmm. I was happy about us being able to share that with the community yeah, and having some guests on yeah. and beginning season two and yeah. it's almost November, the best month of the year. Yes, it is. Hello. So, yeah. I'm excited to be back. I've been away for a few weeks working, but um, I'm super excited about being back. And yes, I have gotten my breast exam, so... I am ready to go and finish off this year. So I think yeah. it's time for some trash. Time to take yeah. some trash. Time to load it. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> and listen, while we're about to take out some trash, make sure that you take out some trash of your own. There's some things at this end of the year, end of the year yes. on our calendar, but beginning of the year, according to the Jewish calendar, if it's some things you want to let go of so that you can finish off this year or start this year on the right foot. Now to time and let us know what you're letting go of and Absolutely. hashtag us. What do we want our hashtag to be? Hashtag lighten the load, let it go. Lighten the load, let it go. <laughs> and tag us in your <laughs> IG story and we will repost your information. Tell right. us what you are letting go of. Yes. What hashtag you're getting rid of. Yard sale. Hashtag yard sale. There you go. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Sister Collective Yard Sale. Hashtag us. Yes. So who's letting something go? Who's going first? What you got to get rid of? What you got? So for me, like, as this year is coming to a close, I realized that I might be a tad bit controlling. Um, also, just, I really want things to go smoothly, so I attempt to control all of the things as opposed to um, allowing people to um, to do what they do well and to um, help them be better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to help everybody be better. I really <laughs> just wanted to go my way, but I'm working on um, just not being so controlling um, and to allow other people to be free to express themselves and me not to have to guide them. I think because mm-hmm. I work with grown people every day. I think my concern is um, what in your life has made you feel like it is necessary to control every aspect of your life and the lives of people around you who has told you or shown you 
by example repeatedly mm. that they're not going to handle situations properly so you feel like you need to do it yourself. Mm. That's something that needs to be examined because you can say you want to stop being controlling, but if you don't understand why you're controlling, where that came from, you're fixing a fruit, the root is still alive oh, and well. I but so, one, one thing, I, if I could just jump in and say, is I think sometimes when you've had so many letdowns in your life growing up, that now it's like, I know my ability and I know that I'm going to see it all the way through mm. because other people have let me down. You know, I have to control this. Right. I have because I know that I'm going to make sure that, that this right. and while and while done. I understand what you're saying, do you know that's what's that's functioning out of a dysfunction though? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. I'm so just I agree. I'm just hoping it's And what I'm saying, if that's something we're going to let go, you cannot probably let go of something if you don't go back and examine, not just Where examine, not from. just know why you do that, yeah. but undo that. You have right. to undo that. And what undo? Okay, so what undoing that would look like? Because I would say, like I think I said it before, like Jen and I would have. I wouldn't say the similar personality, but some of the same things with that would be, I would say controlling. So how could we undo this, Jen? How would we know you like How we going to do this? I think that's something I've been... We got to figure this thing out together because I don't know because I don't like to be let down. Right. And I want, I know that regardless of what it is, I'm going to see it all the way through and I will make it happen. Mm. And that's part of why I want to make sure Everything like I have a vision for what I want, and when I see it, I want to see it all the way through. And as a leader, everyone has to actually like come into your vision, right? They have to be able to operate. So I'm need everybody to be operating excellence. But I'm gonna (laughs) need. But we're gonna have to dig deeper, and this is something that we're gonna (laughs) maybe another another um, episode because I've been listening to this podcast, and I'm gonna start doing. I'm doing some more. This whole year has been about hard work for me um and I stumbled across and I think a friend of mine I got to remember who recommended the podcast um I believe it was our friend Frankie from the writing group okay a new podcast and I will link it in the show notes it's called the place we find ourselves Mm. and when I tell you it's about 48 episodes so far and I have listened to every I have benched it in about a week I listened to every single episode the whole gist of the podcast is it. It's about there's a story. The story of our life is playing out on the main stage in our relationships. Mm-hmm. But if you don't go back and realize what built that story, right, the right. characters in your story, the details of your story, the trauma that you are living out, you will continue to live out that trauma, and you cannot undo that trauma until you tell the truth of your story. So, I encourage you guys to. I will share it with you. Yeah. I want you guys to start listening to this podcast um, so that we can really do some work. Um, because if we're going to let some things go, you can't actually let it go until you understand why you even started doing that. What, who, who let you down in such a way? Who did not do what they were supposed to do? Not as a fault to them, but you need to know why you do what you do. Especially when some of the things that we are functioning in are dysfunctional. But I think right. we understand how it came about. But I think now another part of what you said is how do we undo it? And this podcast will help you with some of that work. But how do I, even as a counselor, like I think I help kids be able to unpack 
okay, so you was homeless and this was this, you know, understand you today, you're a little bit upset. You didn't come to school. You didn't eat breakfast. You didn't do this. You know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. I'm able to help them transition so they can have a better day so that they can have a better week so that you can go great. Okay. Um, I help them set long-term, short-term goals. Um, but for myself, understanding and realizing, I understand where my hurts come from. I understand because in the counseling, both you and being in the counseling profession, you had to sit and you had to analyze yourself. You had to dig deep in your past. You had to, you had to know who you could help, who you couldn't help, and mm. what within yourself didn't allow you to be able to help others. Right, right, right. All of that. Okay. But now I was just like, okay. I just think you just start like working. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? You don't... You start you, functioning through right. it and not realizing that that can have some detrimental... Like, how do I just, you know, think about it? I mean, because I think I function fine, but I'm still controlling, so I'm going to work on it. And, and I think <laughs> this podcast will help. Yeah. It's not the end, I'll be all, but when I tell you, it gives answers to some of those questions. What's it tells you it is called The Place We Find Ourselves. Cool. And I'll share it and I'll put it in the show notes because it has helped just to show me some places in my store that I still need to uncover, there are literally years of my childhood that I can't remember. Mm. And that's a problem. Do you think that you can't remember because it was trauma? I know that I can't remember because it was trauma. Um, so I'm trying to figure out, uh, there are certain, like there are details to my childhood that I don't remember. Last night. It's not that it's, there are, there are things that I already know, some traumatic things that I already know and I've already dug through, but then there are some other blooms that may be there yeah. that I can't remember details and I'm detail oriented like I remember I remember the details of situations like I can remember what was said what song was playing what mm -hmm. we had on what car we were in who was in the car I can remember details from my childhood but there are segments of my childhood that I don't remember at all mm. that's what I was I'm sure that's normal so last night I went to Poets in Autumn and one of the poets said that um that people who are grow up like in trauma who are in the hood that they are um they suffer from ptsd more than people who come from the war because it's daily trauma mm -hmm. for like 18 years as opposed right. to you being one in incident. war one for incident. a period mm -hmm. so yeah, i was so, like that was so that's something that's yeah. another that's a topic that we could potentially explore longer the part about really figuring out our story um but also um just figuring out a story and really coming to a conclusion of some tangible things that you can actually do. What yeah, was that? Um, no, one thing I said I was going to let go is just thinking negative about people. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when people present a certain part of themselves, you see that as a negative. And instead of, th I just go back to our, our service last night Amazing. and where our mm -hmm. apostle was talking about what we say the words that we say out of our mouths and I, I was convicted because I'm like I know sometimes I say some some negative stuff and say some words that I shouldn't say but if my speech was about the positive and if I spoke the positive over every atmosphere that I was in I would see a change how much change and the impact that I could mm -hmm. have and so that's something that I need to let go of the negative words about people that come out of my mouth. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because it's important um, to speak life, I guess, over situations. Like yeah. um, sometimes as a parent, you may say, oh, you lazy to your child unintentionally because they might be doing an action that's lazy. But um, in reverse, you could say, 
you know, he, you already got to claim it. Like, my child is X, Y, and Z. That my child is, you productive. know, working on it. He's yes. productive. Yes. He's doing whatever. And the more that you speak that over them, that you know how in your classroom you just be like, oh, okay, but let me just go. When you don't address the negative behavior and you only address the positive, Johnny, you are sitting in your seat nicely. Samantha, Jack, and Jillian goes and sit and be like, oh, wait. Because they want that positive praise as well. So I see what you're saying. I think. So that's something to let go yeah, for both of you. Um, my thing is what I'm letting go of is really taking account for myself because I can't I can't like check someone else for their wrongdoings or their like things that are hurtful towards me. Um, if I don't really acknowledge, okay, that it hurt me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I kind of was thinking to say it a different way, but I really have to check myself that, okay, that actually did hurt. Yes. I have to let go of not wanting to deal with that pain. You're allowed to acknowledge that. Yeah, you have to acknowledge that so that you can address the issue with someone else. And that's like personal, professional, like on any plane that it is. You need to be able to say, you know what, that actually, I, I didn't like that. I didn't mm-hmm. like that tone of voice or I didn't like that action that made me feel some type of way. And addressing it first with yourself and then you can you can take more accountability on other people and like really deal with the issues. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I want to really just let go of like that that idea of like holding on to stuff. Right. Cause don't that just, that just ruins you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let yeah. It and I think my trash just kind of connects to yours. Um, I, I think people pleasing has always kind of been an issue, an issue for mm. me. So I will say yes to things that I don't really need to say yes to, or I will give more time to other projects for other people so that I can make sure that they're happy about things. But I think what I've, learn to let go of and just recently in this, this past year at least is the notion that my yes will somehow make people like me better mm-hmm. yeah it won't mm-hmm. um, it just puts me in a position that I can be used more right um, and so I've 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 found my no um, in this past season and it won't make everyone happy I've you know certain um, people are just don't get the responses that they used to get for me, not because there's anything wrong with them, but they take up space um, in my world that I need in order to be effective in other, other areas that are calling out for my effectiveness. Right. Um, so I had to free up a lot more of my heart and a lot more of my actual time mm-hmm. to really become Elizabeth. So I had to say no to some other time wasting projects and that mean that meant people because some people have become projects for me and they're not supposed to be my project wow and so i had to i had to grapple with the fact that uh if me telling you no when i needed to tell you no will make you love me less than you didn't care for me to be right. and, and, and i had to be okay with that and you, you had know? to stand had up to be okay you had to stand that. up for yourself and what was what was right and what was wrong like you in order for you to stay focused on you and where you're trying to go sometimes you have to like okay let me I let me sort through really sort through life. these distractions. Yeah, and that actually, now that we've taken out some trash, what you just said because it says getting focused with things that you want to do, it actually leads us right into our topic for today, which yes. is goal setting. Yeah. Um. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about um Rosh Hashanah being the beginning of the Jewish New Year, and normally people would do um. New Year's waiting till New Year's Eve to start doing like um, New Year's resolutions. Right. But we want to do something differently at the end of this quarter 
let's start figuring out what we want our next year to look like because if we wait until January, you're already just a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We need to start now. Let's start right now mm-hmm. and figure out how do you actually set goals because one of the things that I've that I had, I've come to notice personally, I can say what I want, but if there's not a goal in place for me to get what I want, I will never get it. So year after year after year, I say what I want and I don't see it. It's because there was never a plan put in place. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about goal setting. I looked up an article on ivyexec.com and I will leave the link to the article in the show notes. Now this one, it'll say things like, um, it might say 2019, but we'll just insert 2020. Okay, mm-hmm. the year of good vision. I'm just joking. That's not what it is. God didn't say that. Mm-hmm. So, um, the the it is. Listen, I'm gonna see some things. Listen, I'm going to see some things in 2020 that I have not seen before. Watch. So, it's the title of the article was six steps to setting career goals at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So here we are at the end of a year, end of a, a the Gregorian calendar, oh the end gosh. of that year. And like it's literally the end of October is this week. We're about to start November. Yeah. And we were just in December of last year. Hey, whatever you say, man, the year's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Um, right. <laughs> and so, um, again, remember, I'm inserting 2020. So before 2020 begins, you should take some time to set your career goals for the new year. What do you want your career to look like? Are you happy in the career that you're in? If you're not, what do you plan to do about that differently? Mm-hmm. So we have to be able to set some goals there. Um, by setting career goals at the end of the year, you ensure that you begin the next year, which would be 2020 for us, with more success than the years past. Listen to this. Just don't let your good intentions of this year get the, get uh, get lost in the shuffle of everyday life. Research shows that roughly 80% of New Year's goals fail by mid-February. Think about it. We met, we set goals in January, and by February, you've already stopped going to the gym. You've already stopped eating correctly. You've already stopped <laughs> journaling. You've already stopped looking Thanks. for a better job. You've already stopped, you know, Everything trying to real. trying to get your business together. You've already stopped all that, and it's just February. You are one month in, and you've already stopped, already failed at eighty percent of your goals. Crazy. You know why? Because you never actually set a tangible goal. You said what you wanted, but you didn't put any measures in place to ensure that you would get it. I ask people this question: What did you do today? That tells me you want what you say you want the way you say you want it. Mm. Are you asking a real question? I'm, 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 I want to throw that out there to our listeners. Tell me what you did today that tells me you want what you say you want. That's but interesting. We, but the one thing I, I think about when you, you ask that question, if I'm not able to hold myself accountable, I need to have accountability, like oh, checkers be, it's or coming. partners. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, partners or someone who. I said, this is what I wanted to do. I need you to help me make sure that I don't break what I said I was going to do. It's funny that you said that because that is actually one of the steps. And um, if you want to pull it up, I'm going to read a couple of the steps and then we're going to kind of dive into each one of the steps briefly. We're going to leave this in your show notes. Step number one is stop and reflect on, they said 2018, we're going to stop and reflect on 2019. Mm-hmm. So pause for a minute. In order for you to plan for the next year, you have to stop and reflect. How did this year go? Right. What did you get done this the ups, year? The downs. Yeah. All of that. Assess it. Assess it. Yeah. You oh. have to reflect on um, on what happened during this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some tangible objectives that you actually met? 
Because we got some things done. Sometimes yes. you can go through the year and feel like, oh, I didn't get nothing done. I was just a bum all year. Mm. Or I just, I was just lazy. I just didn't. No, stop, stop. Hmm? Yeah. I was, I was going to say, that's not in fact true. You did get something done. You got done, something done. But it might, you not, might not have necessarily checked all the boxes on your list of listen, what you wanted right. to do. Yeah. Sometimes listen, sometimes. feel like you accomplished listen, anything. Sometimes yeah. life be life in. And it feels like you ain't got nothing done, but you have to take an assessment. Okay, what are some tangible objectives that I met? What are some training courses that I completed? What are some qualifications that I earned? What are some skills or knowledge that I learned? What are some new responsibilities that I acquired? What are some relationships that I developed or networking that was successful? What are some negative and positive feedback that I received? What were some goals that I achieved? I want us to kind of dig through that just a little bit. Each of us, let's, let's reflect just briefly. What were some things that you did get done this year? I'll start with that one. Mm-hmm. I went back to school. Yes. I'm proud of that. I've been Ooh. talking about going back to school for 20 years, literally, since I graduated from college. 20 years, been talking about going back and getting my master's. I enrolled in school, and I'm, I'm five weeks in, as yeah. of today. Get it, and I'm excited about that, because I can finally, I can stop saying I want to go back to school. I'm in school. Right, right. I'm in school. Right. And I'll say, for me, there were some career goals that, at the beginning of the year, I said, this is what we will accomplish. And everything about my message was going to be positive. You, I would not speak a negative word over what I set out to do. Mm. And we accomplished the goal. That's good. And so that's what I, I, I look at now. It's all about, I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to speak the positive, a negative word. Even if the thought comes to my head, the words won't come out of my mouth right. because it's all about, I know my words have power. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I'm going to speak a negative word, then what am I doing to what I'm trying to accomplish? Right. So a tangible goal that you met was your school grade. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So going back to school, your school mm-hmm. grade got went up from a D to a B. What was the tangible goal that C. you met? From a C to a B. Um, for me, I, I had my baby naturally. Yes. Um, I was at a birthing center, um, and I've been breastfeeding for five months. Now that's goals. Hashtag all the goals. That's goals. That's, that's, that was huge goals. for me because I, you know, I didn't want to have to go to the hospital. I didn't want to have to get a C-section. I didn't want to have like all of those things, and I was able to, you know, go through with what I needed. Okay. All right, so then we have, so step one is to stop and reflect. And so we're going to, we want you guys to actually go through some of these steps as you, as we're going through them. We want you to do them too. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Step one, stop and reflect on 2018. Look at some of those things that I talked about and realize whether or not you did some of those goals. Right. Step two, we talk about reviewing. 2019. Okay, 2019. We had already said insert 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, the second step, step two is review your current career plan. Mm. And we'll come back to that, but review your current um, career plan. And they have it here, an, ind- an IDP, which is an individual development plan, yeah. can be invaluable to you. And I'll leave all these things, these links in the show notes. The end goal is to enjoy where you're headed as well as the journey you're taking to get there. Mm-hmm. So look at your career goals. Are you where you want to be? I know for me, I like Jen was saying, I've had to change how I'm not exactly... 100% about where I am working. Not because I don't like what I do. I like what I do as an educator. I'm not, um, the, the place I'm working isn't 100% with me, but I also know that I ha- I'm there for a reason. Right. So 
Um, I'm learning to embrace why I'm there, right. not That's just right. where I am, but mm-hmm. understand that I am there for an absolute reason and for purpose, That's and right. I cannot go until I fulfill purpose in That's that right. place. Right. Right. So right. I'm, right. that brings me comfort, That's okay? Right. But at the same time, it would behoove me to plan for my next, mm-hmm. That's right. okay? Um, so that I'm not standing at a door that I'm exiting and not have another door to enter. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Review your current career career plans. And going back to school is a part of my career plan. Step three is to think smart. And most of us have heard of SMART goals before, right? Yes. Um, I mean, specific, you should set specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals. Mm-hmm. And we want to go into some what, what some SMART goals look like, some examples of some SMART goals. Yeah. Um, because I think part of it, we've heard of what SMART goals are, but I don't think people know how to do them. And this can just this doesn't just have to apply for your career. No, it's your life. Life smart goals. Life goals. It's your life. Like when you say all that that five year plan. Like our for example, um, to give you an example of a smart. Our thing was by a certain we were staying in an apartment and by a certain amount of time we wanted to buy a house. We put it on the board. We wrote it down. We figured out what we needed to do for like credit wise and all of that. And within that time frame, before that time frame was even up we were able to meet and achieve that goal. So you be very specific in what you're trying to, to achieve because it's, it's yeah. doable. And I want to I wanna have Mandy read what a, a, an idea of what a goal is and how it becomes a SMART goal when it is a SMART goal and when it is not necessarily a SMART goal. So let's say um, the specific goal is um, I want to work at a good company. Let's tell you why that doesn't fit. It's not specific enough. No, it's not. A good goal would be what, Amanda? I want to work at a small entrepreneurial tech company in California. That's the location. That's the size of the company. That's and the, the kind type. of company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That narrows down your search. If you're just saying you want to work at a good company, what makes it good? Good mm-hmm. for who? Good. If it's good for you, you got to tell me what good for you looks like. Mm-hmm. Let's say a measurable. I want to go on some interviews soon. That's you see how vague that great. is? Yeah. Now, how, how, how likely are you to do that whenever you feel like it? But let's see, see what a actual SMART goal would be that's measurable. I want to go on at least three interviews in the next month. That gives you a time, and that gives you the amount that you want to do. So that's attainable. Yeah. Okay, that's measurable. Speaking of attainable, something that's not necessarily a SMART goal, I, I would like to search, apply, and land a job by the end of the week. You would think that all that they said, that makes it attainable. I would like to search, apply, and land a job by the end of the week. That sounds good, though, doesn't it? Let's see what an actual smart goal that's attainable would look like. I want to land a job two to three months from now. And so how they're going to do it is because they're going to go on at least three interviews in the next month. Right. Yeah. Okay, relevant goals. I want to read relevant means do do your goals matter? Because if the goal doesn't matter to you, you will not pursue it. Right. I read somewhere that you can you can determine when something's important to you or when when you're really interested in something by the effort you put into it. Mm-hmm. If you're not putting any effort into it, if you haven't touched that lately, you're not interested in it. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask yourself, is this a relevant goal? Do your goals matter to you? Are your goals aligned with the rest of your life, personal and financial? If it is not aligned with the rest of your life, you're more than likely not going to touch it. So one that would not necessarily be a good or attainable Go for a smart goal. I want to read all of the articles and blogs on the subject of IT and how it's changed over the past eight years. First of all, all the articles, seriously, but what would be an actual uh, relevant goal for that? Within one year, I want to have attained a major IT con- attended a major IT conference, learned about innovation in the tech field, and help invigorate the tech field. That's that's something that's relevant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one. It has to be time bound. 
It just says here, I will get hired. Oh, will you? Will you now? By who and by when? When? But what makes it a smart goal? I will be hired within two to three months by attending at least two major networking events, applying for five job, five plus jobs, and setting up two introduction calls a week. Yes. That, that makes it time-bound. That makes it a smart goal. It's specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's relevant. And it is time-bound. And, we'll, of course, we will leave Where all of that. I just want to say something um, about it. When we set goals, if things don't work out, the way you expect them, when you expect them, you have to keep going back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes, when we set a goal and it doesn't happen the way that we expect it to happen, when we expect it to happen, we give up. And we're like, I'm not trying that again. But we have to keep trying. We have to keep working. I don't care if it takes you 10 years to get to that goal. You still have keep to keep going, going back it. to it. Yeah. Keep going after it. That's important. Yeah. Because what you will do, if you will do this without someone paying you to do it, what was I saying? Um, what will you do even if you didn't get paid to do it? What would you be willing to do even if you didn't get paid to do it? Right. And that's why it's so important. So even if that's what's on your heart, that's what you might be aligned to your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so when you said that, Jen, about um, going back to it, um, it's not going to be right the first time. But what you, the mistakes that you learned the first time is going to help you fine-tune for the second time so you don't necessarily make that same mistake again. Right. So that as you keep going, you're getting closer and closer to the goal. But you want to make sure that those goals are actual goals that you want and that you're not looking at someone else's goals. Oh, they got 10,000 right. IG followers. Right. You reach for something that's not supposed to be in your plate because that's when you have to balance things. I don't believe in, there's a balance to it all, but... It doesn't matter how many things you have on your plate. If all 10 of those things are supposed to be on your plate, you'll be just fine. Mm -hmm. It's when you have five things on your plate that aren't supposed to be there, along with the five things that are supposed to be there, that you have a problem balancing. Mm -hmm. So are you supposed to be doing that? If not, then you should stop. Right, right, right. So we're going to get to step five and step six. But step five is, did I skip four? I did. Step four. four, (laughs) Consider the long and short-term goal. The long-term and the short-term. You should, while there are some long-term goals that we should have, I want to buy a house by the end of next year. What short-term goals are you going to have? Mm-hmm. Each month, I want my credit score to go up by mm-hmm. such and such amount of points mm-hmm. so that I can get to that long-term goal. Right. I want to lose another 75 pounds. What is my short-term goal? I'm going to get up three to four days a week and go to the gym. I'm going to go back to doing keto. I'm going to be accountable to people about what my weight is every month. I have to have some short-term goals weekly, monthly, quarterly in order for me to get to the yearly. I can't just set a goal that's so far off that it gives me enough space to finagle with it. It's right. a year from now, so I can play around with it. If I don't get it this month, I, I can play with it next month. month. Yeah. No, you need to have some long-term goals, but there should also be some short-term goals that either help you align with that long-term goal or help you with some other get some other things done. Because if you know, like I know, the year going to creep up on you. And you Listen, do like, actually, if 2019 taught us anything, baby, you ain't got, you ain't even got time to play. It's a whisper. That thing like a, like, like, lightning is gone. Okay. Then they gone tomorrow. <laughs> All right, step five, create a strategy for success. And part of that is writing those SMART goals down. Okay, mm-hmm. once you have all your goals written down, which means you'll, which means you'll be 42% more likely to achieve them, it's time to write out your plan of attack. The idea is to answer the question, what are the next steps I'll need to accomplish my goals? So part of your SMART goal, and I think I, I want to do a SMART goal this year. I haven't actually ever really done one thoroughly and stuck with it. 
But I think I really want to spend some time uh, planning. I normally do that around my birthday anyway, kind of getting started for the next year. But I want to do it and actually see what happens if I'm very intentional with those smart goals and putting things in place and what my life looks like by this, by this time next year. Um, and at so, work, they, I mean, a lot of you out there might have had to, especially in education, they make you do a smart goal every year, but it's about your, your small goal is directed to your job. Like as yes. a teacher, what I want to do, but as an educator, you're also a parent possibly. You're also a whole person outside you're of You're a that. whole person. So you want to make sure that your smart goals can encompass both your personal and professional goals. And you can make separate ones. It's yeah. almost like how, the same when we do vision boards. You don't, your vision board, I separate my vision boards. One for personal, one for professional, one for business or creative. I separate my vision boards because I'm a whole person that has a lot of different things that I carry, and I need to see what my business is going to be looking like, what my personal right. stuff's going to look like, what ministry looks like, and I don't need all that on one board. I literally just did my first vision board. I was Bible study. We did our first vision board, and I was like, I've never, never been a vision board person. Yeah, I, was I don't. Like, I haven't stuck with them, so I'm just gonna try something I was, else. I was like, I'm not gonna cut all this stuff out, but I, I was like, I did it, and just I really, write it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't stuck with it, so yes. I'm gonna find something else that works for me because although I'm a visual learner, the vision boards for some reason I haven't been able but to stick Steve with. Harvey them. said, "Did you guys see the one from Steve Harvey sent it to you guys? It was only like 12 minutes long, but he was talking about." setting your vision and making it plain, just like what you learn in church, but uh -huh. actually like making it plain. He was saying that CEOs and Fortune 500 companies, they set their vision and they make it plain and they like write the top 100 things that come to your mind about what you want for your personal, professional business. Write it all down and you will start to check those things off as you work towards those goals. It was really good. We can link that in the show. Yeah, we can link that It was too. really, really good. Um, and it was about faith, actually. It was about having faith that you will be able to accomplish those goals. But you got to put some, some work behind that faith. Absolutely. Yeah, part of creating a strategy means you have to put all your goals on the calendar with deadlines. Mm -hmm. Each objective. I kind of, that makes me think about a Trello board. Um, reach out to your network, including yeah. your current managers and mentors for advice on how you can reach your goals. But take ownership of your goals and keep them front and center. You need to put it somewhere that you can see it. If it's not constantly on your mind to do this, that, or the other, you will do likely none of it. Right. Okay. You're right. So right. that's important. That last, that one, last one is what Jen talked about finding an accountability partner. Or like yeah. a real accountability partner. Not somebody that's going to allow you to be like, well, it's okay. You didn't do it today, honey. No. 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 I need somebody to check. It takes me back to the first episode that we got back, and Jen made that statement about wanting to take control of her health. Immediately, we said, okay, we can do this together. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't, I heard what you said. And here's the thing. So I started putting stuff in place. So let's go see the trainer. Okay, let's go. Let's go meet. Okay, so you ain't, you you haven't signed up yet. That's fine. I'm gonna sign up. Okay, so now we're doing some more things, and now we're gonna take control of, of our cooking, take control of our eating. So part of me being accountable is making sure that I don't let you slack. You said you wanted it. Yes. And right now, in, in a couple weeks ago, you want to show me that you, you said you wanted it, but when it was time to put rubber to the road. I ain't seen no action, so I'm going to come back behind you. So we're going to this gym, or, okay, so we're going to see this trainer. But okay, so we're going to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. But you know what's important about that? You say, we went to see the trainer. I didn't sign up. But the one thing I can say is that I have people who, when I'm at work, or oh, you said you want to eat that bread and the carbs. We're not going, that's, we're not getting that for lunch. Right. You so need people that are going to need that. people who are going to make sure Mm -hmm. This is what you said you want to do. I'm going to stick to it. I don't care. No, we're not eating that today. And maybe going to the gym might be a big step, but maybe you sure can go walk around the track at work. At, yes. You can. Mm -hmm. No, it's a big enough you know campus that can walk around. Also, you can park further away. 
Exactly. Little things. Yeah. You know, at the grocery store, because I have what we call a parking lot favor. Anybody that has driven the car with me, I have it. When I'm in the parking lot, I have it. I when I you you witnessed it. You witnessed it. When I'm in the parking lot, I'm driving through and I'll be like, okay, I'm not walking far. I don't feel like it. So I don't know who needs to leave this space because you're holding my parking space for me. But I, I I'm ready for you to leave now because I need to get in and out of this store and like that somebody move out. I, I have parking lot favor. What I could do for the next I'm serious. You can laugh if you want to, but I have what I want. I have what I say. And I say I need that space, somebody got to come out. So, even if they mean I have to ride around once or twice, but I'm going to get that space. Now, what I can do these next couple months, I don't have to, I don't have to utilize, don't have to utilize my parking lot favor. And just walk further. Just walk. It's just, you know, those kind of things. So, or listen, if you, if, you ever want to just, if you ever want to just come over here and pick your niece up and just walk around the house with her. She's, she's, about, with she's about 17 pounds right now. So, so we, just, if you so we can go walking at least one day because I'm going to be three days in the and one day we can go walking. So. She said you roll her in your arms? So so let's hold, hold her and, and, and So that last one was finding accountability partners. So we've been looking at some of these things. So I'm just going to review one through six, preview, review. Step one, stop and reflect on, on your year. Step two, review your current career plan. Step three, think smart. Those are your smart goals. Step four, consider long and short-term goals. Step five, create a strategy for success. Step six, find an accountability partner. So we're going to leave this information in the show notes. And we want you to really, because we want to set you up. One thing that we want to see differently in families is that there's a, a, a legacy of successful people. Mm-hmm. There should not just be one person in the family that's right. that successful. Right. And everybody has to leech off of that successful person. We've got to build a legacy of success, and it does not happen by us doing what we have already been taught to do that wasn't that, working. That, that wasn't working. In order for us to see something different, you got to do something different. Mm-hmm. And if Absolutely. ever there was a time for us to do something different, that time is N O W. So we want it, family. Y'all are in the, on this family meeting. This family of sisters and our listeners that are brothers and sisters. We want to do something different so we can see something differently at the end of this year, the top of this year. And this was just our idea of setting some goals, some tangible goals, mm-hmm. and setting some things. And we, we might even do our SMART goals and maybe share them. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I might even I'm put my SMART that. goals on a poster board and maybe share some of my SMART goal statements so that our listeners can see what our SMART goals look like. So log in on our, to our Facebook, our Instagram, um, and you'll be able to see some of that. Tune in with us. Share your SMART goals. And tag us, and we will repost some of your SMART goals. Mm-hmm. And hashtag Sister Collective SMART Goals Challenge, whatever you want to do. And um, follow us. Stay tuned. Keep joining in on the family meeting. We're glad that you guys joined us. And we hope that you've gotten a lot from it. Anybody have any closing remarks, any any evening announcements? All gas, no brakes. Let's get it 2020. We're calling on her. You are not a thug. You heard me? You ain't no thug, child. All right, fam. All right. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Peace. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Sisters Collective. Tune in next week for another family meeting. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us at the Sisters Collective on all social media platforms.